Hello and welcome to another episode of Party of Ones. I am Lori. And I'm Rachel. And today we have many different things we are talking about. Yes. Um, what are we starting with? As per usual, we're starting with uh, Rachel and Lori of the future. Oh, of the future. That's right. Yes. Okay, and then I forget the rest, so you'll see as the show you know, progresses. We'll just go where we go. <laughs> we'll do what we want. It's our podcast. I feel like we've really come a long way since we first began. We've really like loosened the reins. In the fact that we are much more disorganized now than we used to be, and we seem okay with it. Yeah, yeah. It's okay. I, yeah, I think it's a sign that we've settled in. Yeah, I think so. Okay, so welcome. Enjoy the ride. <laughs> You know, if anybody's listening to this podcast and thinking to themselves, should I fall in love with this girl? Should I fall in love with that girl? I think it's important that they know that we are capable of change. We are capable. We can be less rigid. We We can be less planned. We grow and character growth. Change and morph, so to speak. We're not static. We are not. We are. What's the, like the literary? We are dynamic we're not, we're not characters. Flat characters. We're dynamic. We're, we're dynamic. We are dynamic. You never know what and you're going to get. That's what the other. <laughs> oh, I don't like that as much. <laughs> we'll stick with it's we'll go flat with, to round like, and static to dynamic. I like dynamic way we'll better. Go with dynamic. I'm a dynamo. Tell your friends. <laughs> okay. So when we were trying to come up with what we were going to talk about. I had an idea, and Rachel had an idea, and we've decided to morph the two together. An idea sandwich. An idea sandwich. So one of the things that um, people say, I don't hear it as much anymore now that I'm older, but I remember hearing it a lot when I was younger, is that if you're looking for someone, you're not going to find them. It's the second that you realize that you're fine you don't need somebody in your life that that other person comes along yeah and while i think a lot of that is hooey yeah i think it's bullshit um <laughs> because you know, I let me hope, tell you uh tried that path yeah really been walking it for a long time feel fine not working out and yet haven't found someone. i feel like that is in fact not the truth no also the other side of that is all you have to do is put it out in the universe and then and then it will happen yeah. also hooey and you know who gives really good advice like that people who have already found their person right. there's no single person out there being like you just have to decide <laughs> that you're fine yes and then you'll it's, find no that i never heard it from a single person ever no. only people that were with others but anyway i was thinking about that and i was thinking about okay um When I was going through my divorce, I think I've mentioned on the show, too, that one of the things I had to think about when I was thinking about if I wanted to divorce is the likelihood of me being single forever and not Mm -hmm. remarrying. And was I more okay with that than staying married to this man? And the answer was yes. Mm -hmm. I was 100% on board for that. If I had to remain single the rest of my life to not be married to that man, I would still divorce him. Mm -hmm. So fast forward about five years later, and I'm still pretty single and (laughs) very single. And I was thinking about, okay, well, I'm at about the five-year mark. Am I where I thought I would be when I got to the five-year mark? And for um, most of the answer is yes, I am. And then um, 
that got me thinking about the 10 year mark Mm -hmm. and where do I expect to be at that moment? And I was thinking about, um, let's say I still am single. Mm -hmm. Am I going to be doing the exact same thing that I am right now? Or am I going to be doing something different? Right. And one of the things that I think about when I do go on dates with guys is I have a plan. I have like a five-year plan, a 10-year plan. Mm -hmm. And is this person going to help me with that plan or is this person going to take away from my ultimate plan Mm -hmm. and so having said that like five years from now i'm going to have one kid graduated from high school Mm -hmm. i'm going to have another kid almost done with high school and it is very possible that within this decade i will be not living in this house anymore i will be living where i want to be down in florida Mm -hmm. you know i'll be totally moved away and am i okay with that with the likelihood that i will be doing it as a single person right and the answer still remains yes that's good so that got me thinking about well am i okay with still being single even though i always say like oh it'd be really nice to have somebody or like every time i go to church i'm like oh yeah and don't forget god you need to send me a a man you know i'm still waiting my order is still in i remind him every sunday (laughs) and i when i say my blessings and what i'm you know what i'm thankful for and what i'm hoping for that always slides in there but at the same time it's kind of like um no like Mm -hmm. i'm also okay with how things are going now yeah so where do you see yourself like well, five years Well, first of all, let's break yours down a little bit more. We can get to me in a moment. Oh. Does five years feel like it's been fast or slow? Real fast. Yeah. Like it feels like it flew by. So flew by. Do you feel like the next five will feel just as fast? Oh, for sure. And if not faster, just because mm-hmm. life is already picking up the pace now that I'm going to next school year have a ninth grader, have a high right. schooler. So I already find like my calendar filling up faster right? already. And the fact that both of my kids are to the age where they have social lives independent of mm-hmm. me, you know, so that's filling things up faster. Right. Um, and I, so I think it's going to go even faster than it has. Yeah. In these last five years, your kids have needed you a lot, which is normal because they're yeah. children. And I wonder is if, as they grow older and they become like more independent, if you'll notice like a shift in how much time that takes up on your end, you know what I mean? Yeah. And like, you'll feel like maybe there's more space for someone else. You know yeah. what I mean? Cause I think that busyness like is good because it's like needed and like they need you to be their mom yeah. and like, you know, but I also kind of wonder if like without so much of that, like pressure on you all the time, if there'll be like space for other stuff. Yeah, I've wondered that too, because there's been a lot of times in the past over, you know, over the last five years where I might meet a guy and he's like, hey, do you want to go out this Wednesday? Or you want to go out mm-hmm. this Thursday? And I'm like, nope. Right. Can't do it. Or, hey, well, are you, you know, we go out on a Saturday. Well, are you available next Saturday? Mm-hmm. No. Well, and then also like all that will change if you are willing to like figure it out and work it out time wise, like then that person has to be really worth it. Yeah. 
And if that person isn't really worth it, then it's way easier to be like, you know what? Like, oh, yeah. I don't have and, time for this anyway. Um, like, the guys that have been worth it, I can count on one hand. Yeah. Not, and it wouldn't even take up all the fingers. <laughs> I think I can think <laughs> of like. That's bleak. <laughs> two. That I would have been willing right. to sacrifice time with my children. Yeah. To see. To see. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's going to change. I think the huge dynamic will be as soon as my daughter gets her driver's license. Yeah. I think that will be because then she's basically independent. Right. I think that's going to be the big change. Yeah. I think that, too, it's um, it'll be interesting just to see, like... Um, like in five years too, like, will you be at the same job? Will you, you know, right. will you like know the same people there? Like, it's just, yeah. Like five years doesn't seem like that much time, but a lot could happen in five years. Yeah. And, you know, to be honest, I don't know if I do see myself five years at my job, you know, right? in five years from now at the same job. I like my job now, right. but. Right. Um, well, let's just say right up for right off the top. My feelings about your five-year plan. You're going to need to find a man who very firmly uh, ties you down to Northwest Ohio. (laughs) Because the idea of facing a future without you is so bleak. I can't even talk about Um, it. You know, the man who is tying me down to Florida is like the most stable man in my entire life. Yeah, is my and brother. I, and I have faith that if if need be, I could thwart him and his plans. Oh, like I, I, I feel that deep he's in my bones. Very insistent. Like, yeah, but he's also a flaky. He like is I feel like flaky, I, yeah. I feel like my oneness could buoy you <laughs> in a way that his flakiness could not. It is possible, though. I do have to say that. Um, I did have a moment of, oh, maybe I don't want to move to Florida when I saw the map of what um, Florida will be like once, like, climate change is oh, fully yeah. and yeah, global see, warming. Because be much safer in Ohio. even where he lives right now will be underwater. Right. Exactly. So That's I was like, investment. oh, maybe my That's plan a bad investment. isn't, I mean, my favorite place on Earth that is, is currently, it's, it's, um, honeymoon island in clearwater if anybody listening knows where that is um will be fully under many feet of water See, my favorite place on earth we we don't we don't need to so you don't need to experience that you don't need to be there for that so and yeah so the idea of you leaving me brings me <laughs> so much anxiety i can't even begin to like i i don't want to oh. i so then i just think like the Lord must have it in his plan that you will meet somebody who ties you here for longer because I do not want to face that reality. I'm not interested in it. I want no part of it. Well, like, then I need to meet a man who's got some money because I want to be visiting my favorite place as yeah, often as possible. I mean, and right now, I ain't got no money to visit my place <laughs> as much as possible. <laughs> Well, the Lord and I have a lot of cachet, so I'm just oh, going to, like, ask, you know, get the big asks out of the way, oh and I, whatever I would want for myself, I'd also want for you, and you know I have no interest in being poor. Yeah. So, I, yeah, that's, that's just off the bat, like, it's, it has to work out, because you are not leaving me behind. The Lord is going to bring us a 40-something year old man and a 20 something year old man who are currently doing a podcast about being <laughs> single men 
<laughs> in an unlikely yet logical friendship <laughs> who keeps saying, if you're listening to our podcast, send us a DM. If you're listening to this, you've decided to love us. Please let us know. Oh my God, what if we found that podcast? I would, I would call you immediately and be like, oh, you I have to listen. Oh my god. Um, I really do not think that there is a podcast out there. No. Um, no, I sure don't. I um, feel like we would have found it by of now. Of a 40-something and 20-something straight man <laughs> who get together every other week to just talk no. about their feelings. I, I really don't feel like that I don't exists. Think so either. But you know what? Again, if it does, and if you're listening, listening please, please DM us. <laughs> That's so funny. Uh. All right, so you okay. asked me to think about my 10-year plan. Yeah. So in the event that in 10 years I am still single, yeah. what will that look like? Is that yeah. the question? Yeah. Okay. So 10, well, let me just say off the bat as a disclaimer, I do not want to still be single in 10 no. years. I, I mean, to be clear, I don't either. Right. But yeah. if this well, is the also, trajectory. Well, kind of five. Yeah, that's true. So maybe that's different. Maybe yeah. like your 10 years okay. after this point. That means you've been divorced for 15 years. Yeah. Maybe that looks a little different. That's true. Because you said for another five, you feel like you, you yeah. could hang. I could I could be fine. Yeah. I don't want to hang anymore. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm tired of hanging. She's all I have very poor upper body strength. <laughs> I'm tired of hanging. <laughs> I'm going to fall to the ground and become one of the rotten apples of the orchard that nobody picked. I can't, I can't hang on any longer. So oh, let's your just metaphor that, is so sad. Let's just get that off the bat. I'm not a rotten apple. I am not a rotten apple. I am a, I, I don't know. But anyway, that's my disclaimer. I don't want that to happen. But when I flash forward as like uh, the ghost of Christmas future, mm-hmm. the ghost of Rachel future. In 10 years, I'll be 37, which feels... Still not as old as I am right now. <laughs> Just put that out which, there. Uh, it's hard to think about myself as 37. Because I, I feel like once you hit about like 25, it's really hard to think of yourself as any older than you are right then. That's true. So 26 hasn't felt any different than no. 25. 27 hasn't felt any different than 25. And I feel like as I approach 30, it's going to be the same. It's going to be the same. I got news for you. At 43, there's a lot of days I think I'm 25. <laughs> you know, yeah. Yeah. Which is, I think, a blessing. Yeah. Like, I'm excited for it. And, like, age is a privilege and we shouldn't complain yeah. about it. And it's a privilege that a lot of people don't don't get. Right. Um. So I feel fine about it. It's just hard to think about myself as 37, like yeah. almost 40. I have no idea what that will look like. Yeah. Like, it's hard to think about. However, I do think in the event that, well, I also think it's hard because it's like, if I am married, I feel like I have a much clearer picture of what that would look like for me mm. at 37. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, because I feel like it's just outlined for me. Yeah. And like this next 10 years, I feel like would be kind of like the last like six or so years since I've been out of school. Whereas like I have to come up with it from scratch by myself and that feels like pretty daunting yeah especially for someone who struggles to be a dreamer of any kind uh and to like (laughs) even think about things I just basically want like uh so that feels scary but I do think in the event that I am alone at 37 uh I feel like my career will be much more important to me 
Yeah. Because I feel like that'll be an area where it will be easier if I'm alone to sacrifice time and commitment mm-hmm. and money and, you know, like to get where I would like to be eventually. Mm-hmm. So like I would say in within that 10 years, like I'd be working toward or already have my PhD mm-hmm. and like eventually I would like to work toward um, doing things with like school improvement and like doing something with the inequality um, within the education system starting in Ohio and then mm-hmm. moving federally. Um, I don't know what that looks like and I don't know how to do any of those things, but like that's when I think yeah. about like what I'd be happy doing, I feel like that is one of the things that I would be happy yeah. doing. And I could see myself if I'm not married and I don't have any kids, like pursuing that like much stronger and faster than I would be able to if I was married and had kids. Right. Just because logistically I would have more time. I'd have more money of my own to decide what to do with, you know, like, um, and I would, I'd be able to like make sacrifices that like other people are not able to make because they have like, you know, families. So. Oh, right. I mean, I've said for years, um, I'm a good teacher, but Mm -hmm. before I had kids, I was a great teacher. Yeah. Like, because I could sacrifice so much time. I could take the time to create new and inventive things all the time mm-hmm. to pursue. That's when I got my master's degree. That's right. when I got, you know, all these other educational accolades was pre-children. Right. I was a coach. I was right. all these other things. I volunteered for a ton of stuff. And now kids have taken that away. So yeah. I say I'm still a good teacher, but I'm not as good of a teacher as I was then. Right. Well, and I think, too, like, I feel like I did a good job in the beginning years of my career, like building a career, getting my master's, getting years under my belt and things like that. And I feel like I've reached a little bit of a plateau, which I feel like is a fine plateau if I'm going to start, you know, being pulled in other directions, but is not a fine plateau if this is the, if this is the outlook for the next 10 Right. You're not going to tap out right there. No. Like in the next 10 years, if I don't have kids and I'm not married, like, and I'm still in a classroom, just being like a normal teacher, like, I feel like that will be a failure. Yeah. Because, like, I, I, not that, like, normal teachers don't have a lot to offer. Like, I would never say that. And if you're happy being in a classroom and, like, letting right, that and be that's where all, you want to be, then, then, like, that's fantastic. Yeah. And, like, we need people who are happy yeah. doing that. I just know I'm not one of those people. Yeah. Like, I want to keep climbing and I want to climb as high as I can. Yeah. And, like, I don't know what that looks like and I don't know how. And that's also daunting because let's take a let's take a quick detour to vent about the patriarchy for a minute, shall we? Mm-hmm. The patriarchy is such that, and for maybe if you're listening, maybe you don't know what the patriarchy is. And you know what? Don't feel bad. Don't get down on yourself. You probably have never been forced to confront it. <laughs> <laughs> but the patriarchy is all of the old white men who get to decide how all the things are going to be. Mm-hmm. And then everybody's apparently uh, consented to that and been fine with mm-hmm. it for years and years and years. And the patriarchy is such in the education field where women have built the education field. We are the laborers. We are the army. Like we are the people who fill classrooms and um, spend our time and our evenings working to be better Mm -hmm. and committing to professional developments and sacrificing 
uh, things that would be best for us, both career-wise, money-wise, etc., in order to be able to teach students. Right. Like, that is largely women. And when you look at schools, it is largely women who are at the lowest levels of leadership. Yeah. And then as you move up, there are more and more men yep. in those roles of leadership, even though, like, women have built the education field. Yep. And I feel like as a as a man in the education field, and we've both seen this, the conversation of when are you going to become a principal or when are you going to go get your admin license yeah. comes very quickly. Yeah. And even to people who are bad at their jobs. Oh, yeah. Who are known throughout buildings as not being good at their jobs. But they get that conversation almost immediately. Yeah. Whereas you or I could work for years and never be asked, what are your aspirations? Right. Where do you see yourself? Like, no. do, when are you going to, you know, move your career along? Or how could I help you right. move your career along? That is never, that's never a consideration. No. And it's really bummed me out. Because I do want to move my career. I do want to climb the ladder. But I don't know how. And I don't know who to ask. <clears throat> Which doesn't mean it's impossible. just means I have to figure it out. And I have to advocate for myself. Yeah. But that feels annoying. I have a... Um... An old friend of mine who I, we were both first year teachers together and she made it very clear when she was a first year teacher that she was going to be superintendent of a school someday. And that's where she was going. Yeah. And she did not want to be in the classroom forever. She was working her way up within, we worked together for a couple years by the third year she was already getting her master's degree towards her admin license. She left this, my school where we were, moved kind of back home to the Cleveland area, became a principal at the school. A few years later, she moved up to um, like curriculum director, mm -hmm. was working with the superintendent. Then she made it to assistant superintendent and has topped out and has been looked over for every superintendent job and every other every superintendent job she's applied for a man has gotten it she mm -hmm. topped out at assistant superintendent that's as far as she and after 20 odd years she cannot make that final leap right and the people that she works for as superintendents will have like five years experience and they will be hired. And yeah. she's like, are you kidding me? Right. And at this point, like, like nobody can say definitively that it's because she's a woman, but no. also what other reason would it be? Right. Like why, why else would she be continuously passed right. over? Like it's just, yeah. So the patriarchy has been kind of getting me down career wise, but in my 10 year plan, <laughs> my career yeah. does play like a large, you'll fix that. A large... I try. Yeah. I'll do my part. And that's the thing. Yeah. It's not impossible to figure out. It's just annoying that I have to. Like, I just wish that we lived in a world where people were actually, you know, seen based on their merits and that I didn't need to prove myself yeah. in a field that was, like, literally built by women having to prove themselves. Yeah. Which is crappy. Forever. But, yeah. So, I see that and I see, like, I don't know... Like, I don't know, like, it feels like uh, that's the only part that makes sense to me. Mm -hmm. Everything else, I feel like, 
everything else in my life would probably be the same. Mm-hmm. Okay. Do you think you'd have a house? I picture you in a house by then. Oh, but yeah, in ten, within 10 yeah. years, if I was still alone. Yeah. Right now, I feel like I'm not ready to, like, necessarily make that leap because I, like, I, like, started down that road and I, like, was getting some, you know, questions answered and figuring out what that would look like if it was plausible and, like, mm-hmm. found out, that, like, yeah, yeah, it is. But then I decided, like, I really want to buy a house by myself right now. Yeah. And I don't want to live in that house by myself right now. Like, yeah. I don't have any skills. I don't know how to fix anything. I don't want to fix them on my own. Yeah. Like, and the the fact that I get to, like, live somewhere and not have to worry about any of those things is kind of nice. Yeah, and your so, place is pretty cool. Yeah. I like So I feel happy yeah. where I am. And, like, until that changes, I don't foresee that changing either. Um, but, like, I would say within five years that the house decision would be need to, like, reevaluate it. Revisited. And in the meantime, like, I feel content. Okay. Not owning a house and just renting. Okay. But, again, <laughs> let's, let's be clear. <laughs> oh, within five years, if I don't have somebody to potentially buy a house with, I want to fling myself yep. off a bridge. <laughs> yep. Oh, man. But yeah, so that kind of moves into uh, kind of like my thought of what we might talk about is like if we do honestly assess where we are and where we'd like to be, would we say that our current trajectory will get us there or not? Mine is a no. No, oh, mine's a no. Are you kidding? I mean, Everybody's listening to this podcast and screaming. Like, we already know that. No, no it's not. <laughs> and we know, okay? We, we're we know. We have self-awareness. <laughs> we have too much self-awareness. We do not have a spray. Some might say. <laughs> like, we get it. But this is the point where I feel like we're, we're coming around to it. For mm. me, I have to be able to, like, wrap my head around something fully before I'm able to, like, construct and execute any kind of action on yeah. it. And I feel like I am just now, like, fully coming to the place of wrapping my head around it. Yeah. So you said you would say no, but you said you have a you have a good story, of a potential. Right. Oh no! That no no nothing. Ha- no, that's not a potential <laughs> at all. It was just a why, why did this even happen to me situation. Um, a couple weeks ago, I, so I have like a Facebook dating profile and you can turn them on and off as mm-hmm. you want. And I decided to turn it on to see what was going on. And within a day, I was talking to this one guy and everything seemed so great. Like he was two years older than me. Um, he lives like 10 minutes from me. Um, really good grammar, punctuation, spelling. Okay. He wasn't like the. Okay, he grammar. wasn't like the. Like, I, like they're just so. Sometimes the guys are just so like they. They're like you are. No, like all yeah, that. I couldn't do. I just can't do it. Like he kept saying, like, "Oh, I really love our pace of conversation. It's very casual." Like he wasn't asking me for pictures and yeah. all this kind of stuff. Like he was really smart. Um, and he was a, a home builder. Okay. He was a builder. And okay. I was like, okay, yeah. all right. Um, we had many just like regular normal conversations, nothing, you know, nothing deep or anything, but just mm-hmm. like 
stuff that we like and things like that. And um, he owns like six or seven properties and he buys several acres of land and then he um, like he's a developer, a land developer, right? Okay. He even gave me his last name. Like I Googled him and all that stuff and everything came out, out, checked out. And I was like, wow, okay. Yeah. And he, um, we just talked, texted on and off for probably like four days. And I was like, wow, that's all right. And he got to the point and I was, he, right now is his dead time. He says he he doesn't work from January to March because the weather's not good enough to develop any land. So he was off. So he said, you know, um, would you, you know, do you want to get together? And I was like, yeah. And we made a time to get together yesterday. Okay. Okay. Didn't happen. Spoiler alert. Um, so we were talking and I was like, wow, I could really like this guy. Like that hasn't happened in a long uh-huh. time. And, um, I was getting pretty excited and I was thinking about it and, and like, Tuesday comes around and he had made plans with me like almost a week in advance. Right. Like all the stuff. Um, he's like, I'd like to take you out to dinner. You know, that was great. So we get to like Tuesday and he mentioned something about how his foot was really hurting him. And I'm like, well, what's going on? And he said, well, I back when I was working on the job site over the summer, I smashed my foot and I had to have pins put in my feet because I broke some of the bones in my foot. And I was like, oh, oh my yes. gosh, this happened on a job site. He's like, yeah, it was really bad. He's like, you know, so I had cast on for a while and everything like that. And now he says, it's okay, but, you know, by the end of the day, I'm limping sometimes. And I was like, that's no problem. I can work with that. Yeah. And then Uh-oh. he mentions, Uh-oh. my foot is set for amputation a month from now. Oh, no. And I'm like, okay. Oh, no. I'm like, I said, what? (laughs) He says, yeah, I've really been going through some things because I have to have my foot amputated. Oh, no. And I, um, you know, I'm just not really sure how things are going to turn out. And I might have to be on disability and all this stuff. And like this giant bomb gets dropped. And I would like to think that I'm a bigger person and that something like that would not bother me. And I am very sorry to say for whoever's listening, it did bother me. And the reason why is I couldn't wrap my mind around the fact that this guy was going to think about starting a new relationship while he was going through this trauma. Yeah. Yeah. So I I can say with 100% sincerity and certainty that if I was in love with someone, yes. I was married, yes. I had this and something tragic happened like that to my significant other. Right. Who we were already established. Right. That... That would never, ever, ever be a deal breaker for me. Right. Or the flip of like... This happened in the past. Or it happened in the past. And he says, like, hey, just as a heads up, I'm an amputee. Right. You know. I also think, you know, because I, you know, see people all the time with, like, bionic feet. And and it doesn't bother me. Right. 
And but the fact that he's like smack in the middle in the of middle this. of the trauma, this. and all I kept thinking about is we used to have a coworker. Yes. yes. Toes and his entire personality change. Yes. We his have life the pre-toe exploded. We have the pre-toe coworker and the post-toe. It, well, it was toes. Toes. Plural. And co-worker. Yes. And that's all I kept envisioning in my yes. mind. You cannot no. start a relationship when you are going through a major traumatizing event. No. Yeah. No, 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 no. You cannot. I don't care who you are. You cannot. So how did you end this? So <laughs> I said, he says, well, I, he's like, I've got this though. It's going to be better. I'm going to, you know, the pain will be gone. I'm going to, you know, they're going to give me a prosthetic foot, blah, blah, blah. He went on like that. I was like, you're right. You've got this. Like, you can do this. You're right. You've got this. I did. The teacher mode came in. Like, it's going to be great. You know, you're actually probably going to feel relieved because the pain is gone, blah, blah, blah. I did all that, right? Then he... Did not text me anymore after that conversation. So the next day I got up and I had been mulling this over all night. And I was like, okay, I'm going to text him one more time because I just, I kept thinking to myself about all the great conversations we had. Right. And I'm like, I am not that shallow. Right. And so I texted him. That day when I came home from work and he never responded. <gasps> he ghosted you? He ghosted me. Why? I don't know. And that's it. I haven't talked to him since. So after and I had sent him that text. said that he was. Right? That's all I keep thinking. Yeah. Like it's a catfish. Yeah, it has to be. Because like literally like you respond to like I'm losing like but also like was so your plan was still to get together today or yesterday? Oh, no, I had it in my mind. We were all done. Right. But like, like, as far as he knows, the plan was still to like get together he, yesterday. Yeah. Yeah. He never said anything and never like, no. I think he couldn't figure out a way to get out of it. No, right? I think I just don't know. That's so weird. But like, oh, the only thing I can think of is that it was a catfish of some kind. Yet. I mean. Why would you use the amputee thing? Because to get maybe out of he it? thought like I'm gonna buy myself some time with a foot surgery. <laughs> like, I don't know. Like if I get my foot cut off, she's not gonna want to meet me for like months, right? Potentially. So I just and I don't think it's a good plan, but I <laughs> I do feel no. like maybe it is a plan. So I didn't <laughs> um I didn't text him back after that, right? And now like I never like add the people to my phone like as a contact, right? I just like let the number roll. Yeah. And I deleted it. So I yeah. don't even know how to contact him again. But no, he was gone. Right. I'm like, what the hell? That's very this, weird. Isn't that weird? It's very weird. So I'm also uh, upset you didn't tell me about Foot Guy until now. Uh, well, I was going to tell you. But then as of Tuesday, well, when I knew it, we were all done. Yeah. And then I knew we had to record podcasts. Oh, so you saved so it. I, was, all I right. need to save it. All right. For the pod. You're forgiven. Um, 
But I have since turned off my Facebook dating again. Yeah, easy as that. You're I'm probably like, okay. No, I'm good again. I just don't like the Facebook thing. Always tells me like there is three thousand plus people waiting to meet you. Which first of all, I'm like, no, okay, no. But I just don't know that Facebook is the place. No, to, I think you need to do I don't Bumble. Think young people are on Facebook no. looking for other people. Yeah, no. it needs to be Bumble. It needs to be Bumble. Um, okay, so this week I feel like, um. I've been doing a lot of, like, that trying to, like, wrap my brain around it and, like, decide, like, okay, what are next steps? Like, I don't want this to be, like, if I'm on the current trajectory that I'm, like, on right now, like, like, I'm going to end up alone. Which, like, I feel like there's some of that of just, like, well, if that's going to be what it is, then it it is. But I do feel like it's not honest for me to say that I am participating fully yeah you know what i mean yeah so and i would say like screw you if you want to tell me that i'm not doing my part like you're not quote putting yourself out there yes yeah but also like i can i can concede that there is some like logic to if i'm not fully participating then you know like yeah and the reasons that i'm not like i have decided like aren't really good it's that I don't want to. Yeah. <laughs> and, like, that, like, okay. But, like, I can think that till I die, and it's not going to, like, change anything. No. So, this week I've been listening to this other podcast. Um, it's, like, a spinoff of uh, Deck Shepard's podcast. And his co-host is doing it with one of her friends. And they're, like, kind of, like, they're doing, like, this mini-series where they're, like, talking about why neither of them have, like, long-term relationships. Right. And one of the episodes I sent to Lori because I was like, this is so good. And I feel like for the first time, I actually hear someone, like, talking about, like, online dating and dating in general. Yeah. Like, the way that I feel about it. Like, so it's been, like, cathartic to hear, like, someone who feels like they have a similar voice to me talk yeah. about it. Which has been nice. And she also says that she gets a lot of, like, similar, like, negative feedback. Like, people just don't have time for her bullshit. Yeah. And, like, I get it. But it also, she's like, it doesn't, like, help me, like, <laughs> to feel any differently or better about it. Like, um, so as a part of their, like, miniseries podcast, um, they were talking about, and she's good friends with um, Kristen Bell. Yeah. So Kristen Bell was on the last episode of their podcast and one of the things she said i literally felt like uh, kristen bell herself like came out of my phone spoke to you held my face and like said this directly to me are you ready for this you're gonna be like okay so they're talking about um like putting yourself out there quote unquote um you know doing your part that kind of thing and this girl was saying like but i just don't want to She's like, there's part of me that just doesn't want to. And there's, like, I am very stubborn. And that stubbornness, like, makes me not want to and not, like, do a thing that I don't want to do. Yeah. And Kristen Bell said, that stubbornness is standing in direct conflict for what you want for your life. Yeah. And I was like, (laughs) woof. And so then they, like, went on to, like, talk about that. So that's, like, what I've been mulling. And then um, I went to, like, an event this weekend where there were, like, speakers. And, like, one of the speakers said, like, she gave this quote from a movie. And it was, like, 
the world is full of lonely people waiting for people to initiate with them. Yeah. And I was like, what's happening? Gosh. Like, okay, I get it. I'm not that dumb. Like, yeah. <laughs> um, so I feel like it's figuring out, like, not wanting to is not a good enough reason to not try. And I think it's a lot of, like, fear. Like, I don't know what it's going to be like. I can't control it. I And that makes me feel yeah. icky. But then I think, like, I'm still going to, like, in all those situations, like, I'm still going to be myself. Yeah. I'm just going to be, like, adding an element into it, if that makes sense. It does. So that's why I've wrapped my brain around, which I feel like shows a tremendous amount of that mental growth. That does show a lot of growth, I have to say. Wow. Thank you. I've known you a long time. That's a lot of growth. Thank you. Yeah. That's that's what I've been thinking about mulling over. Yeah. And uh, apparently it's taken Kristen Bell to... It was Kristen really Bell. Not anybody who's close to you that no. has been saying it. No, it no. Was Kristen uh, Bell. I don't need any... <laughs> I don't need any input from anyone I actually know. Uh, Kristen Bell is the person who spoke the, the truth into my life. No. And it's like, it's one of those things too. It's like, you know it, but then like you come to the realization of like knowing it on a different level and you're like, oh, yeah. okay, shoot. Like this is actually something that I have to do uh, or I have to figure out. So knowing what I know about myself, I'm not a big picture person. I am not a easily leave my comfort zone person. Which leads to part of the I don't want to. Yeah. Like, I want to be, I want to be in my comfort zone. Yeah. And there's going to also be part of that where it's just going to be like, I can't be. And like, that's yeah. just going to have to be okay for a little while. So I've decided that uh, I'm trusting you to give me a baby step in this area. And when I say baby step, I, I would like the emphasis to be on the baby because I am very fearful. I know. And I still am full of the I don't want to feelings, but I'm trying to move past that and through it anyway. I have a suggestion. Okay. I have two baby step suggestions. Oh, um, and I have to you pick could, or are you going to pick? I mean, no. I, I think you I, have to pick. <laughs> I have one that I would prefer you to do than the other. But okay. There was the episode where you were coming up with profile stuff. Yeah. And and you had a lot of good stuff. Oh, thank you. I I still believe that. And I still believe, I still believe it. <laughs> um you know that when you create a profile, it's not published until you say to publish it. Okay. What if you created an unpublished profile in Bumble? Okay. So nobody sees it. Yeah. Nobody's going to contact you, but it's created and it's there. Uh-huh. And that's it. Nobody sees it, but you have it done and you can tweak it and change it as often as you want and give yourself a deadline and be like, I'm going to make this unpublished profile and I'm just going to keep it unpublished for however long you feel comfortable with. Okay. And this way it's there. Okay. I think that takes away the pressure of having to talk to anybody online. Yeah. But also moves you a step closer to it. Yes. It would be movement in the correct direction, I think. Okay. Is that my baby step? That would be the preferred baby step. Okay. What's the non-preferred baby step? The other baby step which you can do, which I don't recommend as much 
is you can go on to some sites, not Bumble is not one of them, but you can go on to some sites and merely look at profiles without having a profile. Mm -hmm. So you could also essentially shop yeah. without being shopped. Yeah. Mm. But I prefer the first one. I think that would freak me out. And get me in my head, and I'd be like, no, no. <laughs> so you can go on to Bumble, you can uh-huh. create an unpublished profile. You don't have to look at anybody's profile. Right. Only you see that. Right. And you just look at it for several days, get used to that, that it's there, get used to the whole having a profile. And then when you feel comfortable, all you have to do is have a little button. Okay. Publish. Done. I feel like I could do that. I think you could. Yeah. All right. Well, that's all, that's all I'll do. Okay. Okay. Here's my baby step. I'll do it. Unpublished profile. An unpublished profile. Yep. Okay. And then you have plenty of time to pick what pictures you want. Mm-hmm. You have plenty of time to write and rewrite whatever you want, change whatever you want until you get it to a place where you feel comfortable. Yes. I like that. That's what I think. Okay. Okay. Well, nothing like a public podcast to uh, <laughs> put you on the spot for yeah. what you're agreeing to do. But yeah, I feel comfortable with that. I think it would be a good a, a step in the right direction. Uh-huh. But also with no pressure. Right. And nothing changes. So you step out of your comfort zone a little, but... Nothing changes. Right. I think it, it I think it ends the, the protest that I'm currently in. Yeah. Which I think it needs needs to end. Yeah. We're at, we're at a stalemate. Yeah. I'm not I'm not making any not making gaining any ground here. No. I need to just stop the protest. Yeah. So I think um that's a positive note. Yeah. So we could leave the episode on a positive note. That's it. And can we say that by the next time a podcast airs, you feel like you would have an unpublished profile? Yes. Okay, that gives you two weeks. Yeah, that should be plenty. And it doesn't have to be like refined unpublished profile, just that it you just started has to it. Exist. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I can do that. Okay. Okay. All right, everybody. You wow. heard it. Breaking news. Woo! Yay, Rachel. I feel okay. like this episode has been a lot of growth. A lot of character growth. Again, we are dynamic. We are dynamic. We are not flat. We are not flat or static. Very good. Bam. Okay. (laughs) If you would like to comment on Rachel's challenge. Oh, nice comments only. I don't need any like nice comments only. I've already told you this or. That's no positive, positive feedback only. Feedback, Kristen Bell, hey, if you're Rachel. <laughs> type feedback. Yeah. Like you go, yeah, yeah. Encouragement, yeah. Kristen Bell, if you're listening, um, <laughs> you'll be invited to any future wedding that you've inspired. Good job, Kristen Bell. <laughs> you worked it out. <laughs> um, Kristen Bell and anybody else, please feel free to contact us. Yep. Um, you can follow us at Party of Ones on Twitter, or you can email us at partyofones.podcast at gmail.com. 
And I'm sure you will all be waiting with bated breath until (laughs) the next podcast (laughs) when we find out what kind of progress has been made. I'll have an update. Yep. There'll be an update. All right. All right. So have a good couple of weeks and we'll talk to you soon. Bye. Bye.